Welcome everyone. We're so glad you've joined us for another one of our episodes. Um, my name's Ryan and I'm joined by Kirst. And this podcast just aims to give you a little bit of a window into a couple's journey as we try and navigate uh, through God's word and just the realities of life. Hi everyone, good to be with you. It is a beautiful day in Durban, South Africa. The waves are rolling and we hope that wherever you are listening to this, we are hoping you have a wonderful day. Yeah, so Chris, today's topic that um, I've been dwelling on has been around this idea of corruption, which is a surprising idea. And no, it's not about politics uh, and that kind of corruption, but more in terms of our character and lives before God. Mm, okay, so just to remind our listeners, we are in the book of James and we've done one podcast already on anger. So if you missed that, maybe go back and listen to the one on anger. But we are now a little bit further on in the chapter in chapter one, and I'm going to read the verse. It is verse 27. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Sure, there's a lot there. Yeah, so, you know, the book of James is about people who tick the box and say that I'm Christian. They mm. claim to be Christian. They tell their friends that they're Christian. You know, we all say with our mouths, no, I'm, I'm not Muslim. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm a Christian. And so James is saying, if you make that claim and you say those words and you identify with it, well, then how do you know? How do you know it's legitimate? And so he goes and he says, if you believe you've been saved by grace, then you'll have this life full of works that are like a fruit that... Mm that reveal and authenticate and back what you're saying. And so this verse has been about, you know, the person who claims to be, have true religion, you know, a true relationship with Jesus is someone who's going to have a sensitivity yeah. and a mercy to looking after the oppressed. Wow. Um, but that's not what today is about because the next line, you know, says and refuses to let the world corrupt you. And I think that we... Uh, gloss over that mm. but I was struck by that by saying you know there's a real assumption to say I'm a Christian and I follow Christ and yet when I look at my days and I look at media social media Netflix um, our sort of broadcasting channels the radio the songs that I listen to the conversations that I'm a part of the language that can come out of my mouth the um the things that I justify in my mind and say, that's okay, and mm. that's okay, and that's okay, and that's okay. I won't look away at that. I'll look longer. I'll look longer at this WhatsApp message. I'll look at that. I'll engage, and I'll do this. I think for me, I was taken aback to say, how serious am I about refusing mm. to let the world corrupt me? Yeah. Um, even to my friendships and the things that other people value. I just assume like, we can value uh, the accumulation of stuff, material possessions, what other people drive and wear and dress and how kids should be dressing. And, and just this is how life is and we should just go with the flow. And this really challenged me to say, hang on, you have to take a step back. You just have to take a step back and say, in what ways am I being corrupted yeah. by the world? Yes. Yeah, and I think that's, that's where we should just unpack a little bit and ask that question before we get to what the refusing looks like. But 
in what ways is the world corrupting us? Because the verse assumes that the world does corrupt. Yeah, and so that, that's where it, it, it just gets difficult and I need to give it a little bit more thought. Um, the idea here around corruption is the, is the word stained, you know, and it's, it's a little bit like clothing mm. that gets the stain and the opposite is that sheep that's unblemished, you know, it doesn't have these spots or coloring. And so there's this idea as you play sport within the world and within the circles that you roll, you're going to potentially gather stains, you know, on your clothing. And it's just having the ability to realize, oh, there's a stain on my character that's developing. It looks ugly. It's something that I thought was acceptable. But you would never go out into public, you know, with stains all over your clothing, in a sense. Sure. And God is saying, if you're going to live before me and in my presence, then we need to deal with those stains over your life. Yeah. Um, And I think it's subtle things like everybody, in a sense, including me, we want the attention of people. Mm. We want everybody to think about us and we build our lives around being the focus of people's conversations and uh, groups and um, eyes. And we focus on most of the time the things that we don't have, you know, and we sort of compare ourselves to that. And that subtly is the fantasy that we build in our minds and we get into that trap. To just subtle things that we say under our breath about people, mm. um, to, you know, we buy into uh, this critical pattern of thinking towards other people. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying discernment's wrong. I'm not saying that you can't make judgments. I don't buy into that, that sort of theory, you know, the don't judge theory. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about more about our spirits yes. and how yeah. um, we can grow cynical and we can grow mean and we can put others down to elevate ourselves. and. I mean, the ways in which we corrupt ourselves Mm. and we think it's okay can be so varied. But the Mm. verse is, Mm. hey, in what way are you staining your life? And then it's refusing to let the world corrupt you, which means the world, and I'm talking a little bit long here, but the world has an agenda. The world has these patterns and principles and push these things down our throat and we just think it's all okay. Um, And I'm not sure it is okay. Yes. Because if you say you're Christian, a true religious person, one who's in relationship with Jesus, will say, I need to take a step back here and say, Lord, what's going on here? What am I buying into? What mm. am I looking at? What am I subscribing to? What am I mm. meditating on? What are, that's not okay with you. Yes. Yeah, and I think there's this element that the world puts out, and obviously it's a subconscious idea, but there are standards. In our cultures and in our environments and in our societies, there's standards. And if you don't meet those standards or exceed those standards, you aren't good enough, maybe. And that's one of the lies. And that blankets over a lot of the different areas that we're speaking around. But I think there's an active decision around that idea of refusing. And the key is having a pure and genuine religion. So what what is this pure and genuine religion and how do we refuse? Yeah, I think the application for me is to say, you know, Lord, at the heart of hearts, I I sincerely want to follow you. And that means that I want to be different. Mm. Um, You know, I've got difficulties in showing mercy to the oppressed because Mm. we live within such a context of need. And so I'm journeying with the Lord in that. But more than that, I don't want to bypass this and say, you know, Lord, I want to be in conversation with my wife and with some of the people that are around me to say, is this okay? Is this okay for me to spend my time in this way, to be thinking these thoughts, to to be known and to let people into the darkness of my life and heart? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it will all come to light when I stand before the Lord and say, Mm. you know, 
I do tick that box and I do want to be legitimate and I don't want to be fluffy and fake and, you know, be caught out like a lot of even religious pastors or priests or whatever, they portray this sort of uncorrupt life, but behind the scenes and backstage, mm. it's just an absolute joke. Yeah. You know? and, and, yeah. and so, yeah, this is my journey of confession and of dealing with it and really allowing the Lord to come into that place and to say, I'm going to refuse that. I'm yes. Just, I'm not... I'm not going to buy into that. I'm, I just don't want to have anything to do with that. And I, I want to be different here, Lord. And every time I go back to it, I just want to say, man, I was corrupted, stained, yeah. healthy again. Like, yeah. wash me in your washing machine of grace. And yeah. hopefully come out just with a wholesome life. Yes. Yeah. I love that. So here we're going to matter chapter 1, verse 27, refusing to let the world corrupt us. Thank you so much for tuning in again. We hope that this verse encourages you. 